Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and uh, my sister, Kix. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, so this is our first episode not in the same uh, city anymore. Not even just city. I would say arguably state. Arguably, you're a couple <laughs> states away. Yes. Um, yes, I did move to Atlanta, Georgia. Last weekend, so we are recording from different states, not just different cities. Wait, so you know that you are in Decatur, which is the uh, birthplace of... Wait, I want you to guess. Okay. Who do you... Th- there is a iconic Atlanta housewife that is famously born, raised in Decatur. Nini. No. Oh. She was born in Athens. Oh. Her and Phaedra are in Athens, because that was their own story. No, it's uh, it's uh, Portia. Oh, work. Yeah, Portia. On the show, sometimes she'll be like, Decatur's coming out and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I like haven't really seen Atlanta or Decatur in the daytime until yesterday. Because <laughs> we um, got in so late when we moved. So we, dro- we drove around a little bit. It's truly so stunning. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the girls live in the neighborhood that we drove through. Yeah, I wonder where that neighborhood is that because um, Kenya and uh, um, Sheree live like like next door to each other in yeah. that one neighborhood. And then supposedly Cynthia lives very far away because she lives on that lake. Cynthia and Candy, yeah, live far. And then Drew and Portia live in the same neighborhood now. Yes. Um, All the I need boss. I do need you I do need you to find I hear Atlanta is not that big of a place no, like in not. general so like I I'm positive that I can get you to find some of these women I'm yeah I'm here for it I'm here for the adventure great um wait so before we jump to our bachelor episode today uh once again we've been opening all of our apps with just kind of like a listener appreciation moment and yes. reading reviews uh five stars only okay okay and yeah. <laughs> what i was what? gonna say unless you leave like a really mean one star then we might read if it. it's re- yeah like I, I like i've said before i'm happy to read a mean one as long as it doesn't involve a hate crime right and i don't want <laughs> to encourage one star reviews so no uh, i'm not even gonna put that in the universe what i actually encourage is a five star review a five star with a scathing review yes okay yes happy we're on the same page so uh today we are going to be reading a review from uh the username is Chris Ka. K-R-I-S-T-K-A. Um, and I think I know who this is because I think she's DM'd the Dumpster Dive account before. Um, and the subject of the review is, well, first of all, she rated us five stars, of course. And the subject of the review is jump to the top of my list and all in caps, real quick, period. <laughs> Love it. Um, and the review is the podcast boom of 2020 keeps bringing the best content. And this gem is no exception with the... What's that emoji of like the, your cheeks are all rosy and your eyes are all closed. Do you know what I'm talking about? We're like, Like blushing. You mean blushing? (laughs) Um, Tom and Kix have the greatest banter. Uh, You just want to hang out with them. And well, Krista, we want to hang out with you too. Yes, we do. And uh, be a part of their stories because sure to, wait, be sure to listen to the Xmas pod with their parents. (laughs) (laughs) We knew that one of these was coming. (laughs) um you've brought me so much joy in these cold months at home keep them coming oh well thank Thank you krista krista yeah i mean yes thank you so much and uh you too can have your 
little review read here on the pod if you just write one so write one <laughs> yes please. <laughs> it's that it's that easy um but we have a very exciting bachelor episode today so we're going to take a quick break and come back with our guests and our bachelor recap uh talk to you guys in one second bye-bye <laughs> Okay, and we are back. Uh, hi, Kicks. Hello. Um, we are talking batch today um, with two uh, dumpster dive fave returnees. Um, we had a quite chaotic episode the last time they were here, and my hope is today is <laughs> no different. <laughs> well, I will say that this episode of The Bachelor was certainly chaotic, so that energy is already brought to this yes. meeting. That's a good point. Like there, there was a lot going on. So uh, <laughs> once again, we have uh, Grace Calio and uh, Kelly Berman here today. Hola, como estas? Gracias, y tú? Ah, bien. Muchas gracias. En las escuelas azul. Wait, so uh, before we talk everything, uh, Kelly and Grace, hi, how are you? Hi. Hi. Miss How you. was everyone's day? Miss you too. Miss you. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, where can the world find the two of you? What are your socials again? Um, so I am at the Grace Calio and Kelly. At K Berminator. There's no the. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, I was going to say, do you know it? Nope. <laughs> I'm not famous can, enough can to even know my own name. Can we call the Berminator on this episode of uh, Dumpster Dive? Say that again. I prefer it. I said, can we call you Berminator on this episode of Dumpster Dive? Absolutely. Dice? Absolutely. I prefer that. That's what the fans, that's what they call themselves, the Berminators. <laughs> Berminators. <laughs> Brianna, um, Brianna has her Navy. You have your Berminators. Uh-huh. Yes. That is so true. Rihanna and I have a lot in common. So. Right, right, right. Um, um, and uh, you guys can also find us um, at Be Like Grace Kelly, which is our joint account. Um spontaneously we decided to go uh and do like a story recap live on monday night mostly because uh this season is boring it's and uh that this made episode it more was fun. not boring it wasn't it rev- it revived us for sure yeah it was arguably the opposite of boring <laughs> peaks and valleys i, I, I would say that I'm always bored. Like, like, yeah. like <laughs> that the, tea. That's the, the tea. show yeah, is yes. never not boring. Um, I'm also recapping. I'm like doing IG, IG like recaps on Mondays, like as I watch it too. And I just find myself just like, <laughs> like doing anything else. Started, I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. I could fully I, like, I don't know, learn how to like make a beef bolognese while you know like i could not pay attention to it at all and know exactly what was happening if you follow be like grace kelly next monday night we'll be making beef bolognese (laughs) and watching the bachelor honestly okay i will say that every time i watch the uh, literally every single time i watch it i text tom on our on the start of hour two going I always forget this is two fucking hours long. <laughs> yes. Why is it? I so truly, long? I truly think it would be so much better if it was 45 minutes. Okay. But if would... it was 45 minutes, we would still have, we would then have 20 weeks of this. No, but not even just cram everything into this time and yeah. you get the highlights, you get everything you want. There's so much of it that I truly don't care about i feel like it's mm-hmm. mostly just walking from one part of the campus to the other 
It's not <laughs> campus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just them walking from one, you know, fountain okay, well, Kelly, to the other. This, yes, Kelly, this is a a seamless transition into the top of this episode Bravo. where we get where we get a walking scene that was so fucking staged and ridiculous where we have oh two of so the so the girls have been split up into vets and oh wait oh, not OGs. Vets, ogs and newbies but mm-hmm. you by split up you mean the the vets not the vets the varsity split themselves up correct but we have like a scene that is clearly staged like they went to um like one second sorry we had a the thing on our screen no like they like had like <laughs> like a call time and can we get the uh can we get the varsity on set <laughs> yes. can we get the varsity on set please? uh, Thank uh you. pa can you yes pa can you br- please bring the, them here uh and, and go. make sure they're wearing oh geez their... in costume in five victoria's walking <laughs> they must be in leggings and a light jacket if they're not yes. they're cut yes <laughs> and the shoes must be less than forty dollars <laughs> I don't want to see any red bottoms, ladies. No, no red bottoms. No, no, no mama. Those no are swooshes. those are only Matt can give people red bottoms. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, honey. <laughs> yeah. I'd let him give me a red bottom. Oh my god, wait, I have a story. What is yeah, wait. what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Sounding so dirty. <laughs> I know, and it's about to get worse. I have a story that I'm about to tell right now that's a little graphic, but it's something super serious I'm dealing with. <laughs> Do you have a little red box? <laughs> this <laughs> may this may or may not get cut off the podcast episode. <laughs> okay, so like I've Here been you know, on like a new year fitness journey, you know. Mm-hmm. and eating healthy and like trying to work out a lot and just be a better version of me and less <laughs> wine that. <laughs> be and so I have been like doing my own workouts at home and I was <laughs> doing sit-ups uh two days ago and like I was doing like this round of reps of it and I don't know if it was just like the underwear I was wearing or the way I was sitting but there is like I got this like huge blister like in my butt crack from like <laughs> when, the way I was sitting up. And so I was like, I called Brian. I'm like, my ass crack hurts so bad from doing setups. He's like, oh yeah, bro. Like that's what happens in CrossFit. Like, this happens to people. Like, can I ask since we're talking about worse. your no, no, ass no, no, crack, it but is it at the top? Oh, the is tip it top. The no, the I don't, top uh, I don't like, crack? I don't like open my cheeks and sit on the ground and then <laughs> do sit-ups. <laughs> No, so I like so this. So I take Brian, my boyfriend. Uh, he has teaches, and I take his class every Wednesday and Friday morning. And like some sweet hell, I woke up in. Uh, he decided like most of the class was gonna be sit ups. <laughs> so like I'm mid sitting up, and like I think like there was like blood like in my shorts from like <gasps> how many fucking not a sit-ups. blood blister in your butt crack. Yeah, and not guess a what? Blood and then in your butt. and then guys this is the darkest part of the story i go to take a shower and the water hits the crack and i start crying (laughs) when the water hits the crack when the it sounds like a slam poetry (laughs) car where are you now girl when the water hits the crack wait say that again kicks i said it sounds like slam poetry no i know i know i know oh oh okay got it got it got it when the water hits the crack. 
<laughs> I shout out to Amanda hey. Gorman. Maybe she can do uh, the next. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> tag Amanda. I'll tag Amanda in my my my, re, my red crack storyline. Is that the title of this episode? My red crack. <laughs> Lick my pussy in my crack. red crack. <laughs> Say crack again. No, I got it. I just got it. Crack. The narrator. Mean girls. The, yeah, he never it. said okay, crack no again. <laughs> No, but crack is one of those words that sounds like what it is. You know what I mean? Crack. Yeah, crack. But here's my story because about my also, word what's crack. The, what's the word name for the <laughs> for the words that sound like they... Onomatopoeia. Say. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> crack. I don't know why that was so hard to get out. <laughs> yeah, like snap, crack, a pop. Onomatopoeia. The new pizza joint in the West Village. Onomatopoeia. Yeah, the, yeah, I'd, I'd go there. Oh my God, have you been to Onomatopoeia? Okay, so back to The Bachelor. No, no, no. I just want to say something before we start. We are off to a manic start. We didn't even. I know you were worried, listeners, but we made it. You asked, you shall receive. I don't even know if they asked. No one asked. <laughs> no one asked. If you haven't listened to Grace, Ke- Grace and Kelly's first episode, um, it's called Worship the Dolls. Go check it out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> leave it at that. We go. We we do a big deep dive on American Girl Doll. That's all I'll say. Keep you guessing. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so The Bachelor. So once again, we open with this scene with um, OGs and noobs doing this like like ignoring this like walking scene and then they cross each other's paths but like don't acknowledge each other and like like rub shoulders it's like yeah so set up and staged um but uh what whose side are we on on the noobs or the ogs because i saw on grace's story that she's mj what but that doesn't that doesn't reflect my views on newbies versus ogs i know but she's like the leader of the pack of the why I would oh, I would agree with the sentiment, Tom. That's I mean I and I'm a I'm a MJ stan. Besides this whole like overproduced, like I think she's a real cool chick. But I think uh, I, in this particular moment, which we'll talk about the two on one, um, I yeah I was not a fan. I was not. A I fan. will say that I find her. She's the person at the party that's like, yeah, I'm a fucking cool girl. And then turns out she's not a cool girl at all. Like she's yes. actually unhinged. Well, we did know this because she is a part of the Bachelor franchise. Right. Like, but you know like, oh, you're a cool girl, but like I don't. It's like no one's every a cool, cool girl, girl on the Bachelor. No, That's no true. one calls themselves a cool girl because the second they call themselves that is the second they are not. Well, damn it! I ruined my own <laughs> my own destiny. <laughs> Kelly like it's scribbles just not out. A, it's like, not a, a shoot. Cool wait, where's my journal? <laughs> um, wait. So this ep- the episode starts with this big cocktail party. Um, post Katie telling Matt that um, the girls were saying that Brittany was an escort. Um, which is once again ridiculous. I've been calling Katie down. the equity deputy of Bachelor. Yes, that's exactly what she is. One hundred percent. 100 percent i feel bad for katie though because she's like 
She's literally like standing up for what's right. And like mm-hmm. Matt would not have sent all those bullies home if like Katie hadn't been for, there. She did and the groundwork. doesn't give her the one-on-one date? I, it's it, fucked yes. up. It's truly so fucked up. I will say I obviously like I like a lot of the newbies, quote unquote, that have come in. But I do think it's a little unfair that there's just right out the gate, there's some one-on-ones for newbies. Whereas like people like Katie have not gotten a one-on-one i will say i would be like a little like well i've been here for a while okay no but they you have to remember they've only been there for a week before yeah in time in the in the timeline of things like they haven't been there that much longer also like if there is an initial spark i totally get the fact of like i don't know this person so i want to get to know them instead of sending them home Mm mm-hmm I don't My know, f- but at the same time, it's like Abigail hasn't gotten a one-on-one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And she I mean, Abigail, I would think is more yeah. important than than Katie. I guess. I love both of them. I love Katie. I think they're giving her from the preview of next week. It's like, why are we now giving her a villain edit? Is no. I don't get it, but That's we'll get hurt. there. I don't think she's getting a villain edit. You think Katie is? Yes. Did you, the preview, they're like editing her to be like the next villain because she's bringing up all of the gossip. Like the snitch. Like, and then, and then she goes and like tells Matt. Yeah. Serena C like comes for her. And it's just like, no, but I, I do see the thing of like, we talked about this last bachelor episode of the people who, the people who tell the lead what's going on in the house are always sent home. Yes. Correct always i know but the thing with katie was like she wasn't just snitching and being like there's girls here that aren't here for the right reason like she was a good sarah impression that was so fucking no but instead she was like hey like they're trying to ruin this girl's life like you might want to say something right like it is different than past situations i still yeah i kind of wish she would have just not said any like said it was her said it who said what was her like i'm glad she said something to matt i'm saying i wish she would have tried to keep it a secret with the girls <laughs> oh right instead of saying so i said this to matt right That's, i sounded like courtney kardashian there yeah you did i i wow. didn't get that but okay <laughs> yeah no, swipe up for that. my impressions you guys <laughs> hey hey berminators uh, i just wanted to do a big shout out to my fans to my berminators who was this- the real quick tangent who was the drag queen who did the um uh impressions but told what the impressions were before she did the impressions Derek Perry Derek Perry that was like oh, this is my Kourtney Kardashian impression <laughs> that like, was yeah. painful that was one of the most painful drag race moments I've ever seen anyway yes yes I would have watched Coco Montrese like <gasps> do that three do hours a compared do a to- little step touch <laughs> oh my yeah. god shout out to Coco what'd you say Coco Montrese, right? Yeah, yeah that's I, right. I just love her. Yeah. I love, I, of like, course, but I would rather her do like, do, 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 boop. <laughs> and she's just, and she's just pouring coffee. She's not even dancing at this point. She's just doing like <laughs> regular chores. I would rather see that. Anyways. That was one of the most shocking moments on Drag Race. Yes. Yes. With a picture frame. Oh. Because it had no storyline. She was just like doing like ballet esque yeah. moves. Like I as call she. It <laughs> It was like she, she was, was like trying. you know what i saw like you know ann miller do this for like a vacuum commercial and i you know what this is gonna hit this is gonna it hit. does look like like a vacuum commercial you're right you that is what it is. yeah i love yeah. this episode of race chaser yeah 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it all ties together. Okay. Um. Wait. So. So Coco Montrese uh, makes an uh, entrance into the <laughs> so Coco Montrese is the one on one with Matt. Yeah. She's a newbie. <laughs> Wait, really quickly. Okay, going back to the newbies and OGs. I love how the OGs are being like acting like it was the newbies idea, the like newbies fault that they were like, you know what, we're gonna wait a week and then come in and blow this shit up. They act like the those the, that group of girls. We're gonna like, camp got in together. these limos. Got together and we're like, you know what's gonna be fierce? I'm gonna wear this dress for a week. Yeah, yes. they've been like eating their toenails for like a week. I've been eating this Anastasia Beverly Hills <laughs> palette. My makeup palette smells so good. I've just been eating it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Okay. No, I was going to say that we get, we really get, it, it's so rewarding when you see a bully like get put in their place. Like I was yeah. saying this on my like IG thing I did, but like, there's something that like we haven't had in such a long time in like 2016 to 2020 because of you know who in office where we mm-hmm. there was like all of a sudden people stopped like having to pay for what they did wrong <laughs> you know what i mean and yes. so it's so rewarding in biden's america to see a bully <laughs> go home on the bachelor this was yes. filmed, this was truly filmed in trump's america but yes you are correct yeah. because it's also, it's also this is sadistic of me. I love to watch a bully cry. To, yeah. Just to no, actually I get feel it. the like inner pressures of bullying that she's caused for herself or himself. Okay, I Anna? love to see the turmoil. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And it's clear I, this is not Anna's first rodeo. Right. No. I do think it's so rare that more than one bully is sent home. Or bullies are sent home, period. Like, yeah. you rarely get that in reality television. I'm going to say, I'm going to say as a whole. Yes. So yes. it was so like nice to And you yeah. called it yeah. in your IG live. Not yeah. live stories. Tom. Story thing. No. Um, yeah. But Anna gets sent home. And we also learned that Brittany's never been bullied before. And this was her first time. <laughs> and didn't you say on your IG story, you're like, and we can tell. Yeah, yeah literally. just like, wait, what? Like you've never been bullied before? Like, <laughs> that's just some of you have true. been to- haven't been told that your last name sounds like Sperman, and it shows. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Uh, my my that's previous creative. last name, uh, Grace Hardon. So you're welcome. Oh, okay. I never thought about that one. Damn. Neither. Does Hamlet have anything? Omelet? No, people just called me faggot. <laughs> Just right to the core. Yeah. You're like, hey, what's up, faggot? <laughs> Jokes hey, on have them. A good day school, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It was a good time. Oh my god. <laughs> I like spamlet. It's kind of like a little play on yeah, the word. Thank no? you. Would that spamlet. if you were to bully me, is that what you would have said? I'm like, Damn I was gonna say for like weird niche theater kids, maybe. Or yeah. spam a lot, but I don't know. Damn it, that would have been better. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna start saying damn lit. That's cute. It's like a little damn. I don't think that's cute. I don't cute think either. that's cute oh, either. Damn yeah. it. No, the oh, only because lit. my because I go by my, my because my middle name is Tom and my first name is William in school, like every day on the first day of school, like I'm truly scarred because it would always like the t shirt would be like William Hamlet and everybody would be like, Who's William? 
it. Um, <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm, that's my birth name. Literally same. Okay. Yeah. We have the same issue. It'd be like Catherine Hamlet. I'd be like, I go by Katie. Oh, oh yeah, because she was Katie. Katie. Wow. You're just not a Katie to me. I'm no. just not that. So weird. Isn't that weird? So okay, weird. speaking of Katie, um, <laughs> back to The Bachelor. Well done. <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> ooh, wait, ooh, wait, sorry, really quick. Can we talk about Sarah's not award-winning performance of trying to cry when she realized she was being sent home? Wait, Sarah? Anna? I mean, Anna. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's Sarah? Yeah, I, I told Tom before this. I can't remember any of it. It's I okay, it's okay. Anna, she, yeah, was, she was truly like making the sounds of sobbing. And then no tears. No tears. Um, cry on their own yeah i don't know There's i kind of believed her sadness oh i didn't at all. i didn't at all i didn't believe oh, her i think she was really sad that she was not going to get to be a fib fat fun <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> not fib fat <laughs> she was like i'm not going to be a revolve model and i'm pissed hey guys fab, welcome fab. to my unboxing <laughs> of fib fat fun <laughs> I'd love a box that was fib that fat. That would be so honestly, fat, that would be fib so fat lit. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's me. That's a really good idea. I would love that. There's I think they would there. sue me though. <laughs> fab fit fun would totally sue me. What's the lying part of fib fat fun? It would be like practical jokes and candy. It's just a lot of rubber <laughs> chickens, honey. <laughs> what because mama, what cushions galore, mama. <laughs> That's great. I will say that it's pretty. So something I've been seeing floating around the internet right now is um, pictures of her as a bottle girl for um, clubs. And I want to say that work is work in any form or fashion. Get your money. She's probably way better off than I am. But like it's fucked up that you're coming for someone for like even if she was an escort or a sex worker you're coming for someone that like right. s- does that but you're yes. also like a bottle girl which is like not not um at escorting it's not and i add it, to yeah. that by saying you signed up for the bachelor like no matter if you you know were saving the world every single day or you were yeah you just slept under a rock and that was your occupation you signed up for the bachelor okay we're not talking about what you do on your in your you know normal days we're talking about you you signed up for this trash show that should be something you we should all really unpack yeah no <laughs> i know like moving here? forward right. no one's gonna remember if you were an escort they'll just remember that you were on the bachelor yes exactly <laughs> also exactly. it doesn't matter if you're an escort and that's no, my, it that's my thing. no no that's, of course it doesn't yeah. i'm just saying like no like I understand like, what you're saying. Then that's my issue is that she's coming for someone who like, that's not her job. Also yes. like you're a bottle girl. So you are making money off of like people in a different way too. It's just yeah. kind of like, uh, like when yeah. I saw that I had to cackle. Hypocrisy. Like, yes. I feel like that's like bullying 101 though. Like you see something in someone that reminds you of something in you mm-hmm. and you're going to like fucking go after them and make them feel like shit to make yourself feel better. Yes. So I feel like if we're going to deep dive into this, she's insecure about being a bottle girl. And so she's probably like, well, at least I'm not a sex worker or that- uh, an escort, which is fucked up, obviously. That's so a good point. Fucked. Very yeah, good point. I agree. Good work, everyone. Um, She's but gone. so after Anna gets sent home, Victoria is scrambling. She's like, "Hey, 
Oh my God. Hi guys. Uh, how was your night? <laughs> She's People like, love me. People love me here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was all fun. People was, love me. I was kidding though. That's just me. I'm silly. I bring such good energy to the house. <laughs> People love me. She's look. She's licking everyone's red cracks. <laughs> no, Tom. No. Yes. I never wanted lick and red crack in the same sentence. But she gets. <laughs> she gets. <laughs> she gets summoned to the to Matt's quarters to have um uh, the conversation. I will say, <laughs> on in some world, she does talk like a like Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. Speaking oh. of, I have yeah. my favorite quote of the night written yes. down. Are you ready for it? Tom's okay, with the Victoria quote. Read it as Victoria. So this is Matt. For, it's Matt and Victoria. So Matt goes, and when you said that Ryan was a hoe for being a dancer, interrupts Matt. <laughs> that was completely taken out of context. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you a note on that. If you could just slur your words a little bit more next time. That was complete. I can't slur without sounding like Dorinda. I'm like, that would completely taking that context. Clip. <laughs> I, um, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, that was, I, I whole was theoretical. The whole was. <laughs> Wait. I'm the- also so happy this drama happened though, because I didn't know that girl's name was Ryan. Yeah, I had no clue who she was. <laughs> the one who, the dancer who was a hoe? Yeah, well, I didn't know she was there until yeah. she was a hoe. Yeah. Was she, she was a newbie? She was a newbie. No, a, no yeah. clue. It, Grace she? told me she's a, a dancer in Brooklyn. So in, yeah. up Fierce. in the 213, if you will. I actually don't know the area code of 212, 213. No, I don't know. See, this, I'm not from Harlem. here. So. No, but I love that. And then Victoria just like. Then what I loved about it too is Victoria was like, okay, so Matt's not going to send me home yet. And she's like, I'm going to go be, she's essentially being like, I'm going to go be nice to everyone. But then we get a hot mic moment where she's sitting behind all the girls, like (laughs) in the room over. She's like, those bitches are nothing without me. (laughs) It's like, okay, well girl, like you just literally told everyone that you were like nice. And then now you're being so mean. I don't even think it was a hot mic moment. Like they could literally hear her. Yes. Like the but girls correct. were like, could hear her talking shit about them. It's like, she's like, I'm, if I'm not here, he's with no one. I'm like, show, she is delusional. The sobbing when she was just like, I'm like, there's nobody else here. It's, it's me. Like, I, why, like, why? <laughs> I give so much positive energy. Yeah, yes. she was like, I'm the heart of this group. <laughs> like, she was like, said something about how, like, this place is nothing without me. I'm like, well, she's not she wrong. Kind of right she's yeah. not wrong. Yes. She's been, she is right. she, like, Dwight in the office, season yes. nine, carrying, <laughs> <laughs> carrying so, the last season. So she niche. said, I'm going to make this something right i mean dealing we're we're working with not a lot yes yes this episode was electric because of the drama but i'm worried about the future of this season because now that victoria's gone and the bullies are gone we'll get to this but they essentially created a fake two-on-one like date because like these people don't actually hate each other i don't think like and they made that drama and so after that like i don't think we have drama anymore Okay, this is why I like MJ, even though it's not like a 
a newbie versus OG thing is because I think the bitch is smart and she's just like, you know what? This is the storyline I have to work with. I'm going to work with it. I'm going to get some more extra screen time. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Do you feel like a lot of contestants are like, yeah, I know I'm not the one. I know that I'm not attracted. I'm just going to ride this train all the way to Splitsville. So on that note, I will say, so Dylan um from i don't even know what season he was on but yeah he was, he was on i think he was Paradise, on hannah hannah's season is engaged to hannah g mm-hmm. um he posted like aggressive aggressive as in he popped off on twitter about like behind the scenes stuff on the bachelor yes. i should have um posted well, this today this. on today's wednesday when we're recording and then um a little plug on wednesdays I post uh, midweek roundups of the trash news, and I should have posted this because wait, you just didn't put like, this in there. Post it. Post it now. Post, post it now. Um, post it now, and just put the last two slides at the end. Yeah, but so essentially, what he said is that like Jed Wyatt from Hannah B's season um, got a villain edit because the producers like liked it. And so they essentially just like gave him a bad edit. So he got them. He ended up getting like the most screen time and not that's saying that MJ's in the same boat. I don't really care for her, but like, I see that that's happening to her too, because like you guys were saying, she is bringing drama and gossip and getting a lot of screen time, but I don't think that they like each other. I just think she's just getting fed by the producers. To like make TV, yeah, yeah. I, the thing about I, the thing I don't get about the blaming editing thing, it's like, okay, of course it's all editing. The whole show is editing, you know. So of course they're gonna pull storylines out here and there, but like in the end, you created the basis of, for what they're doing, right? Like it's not like they're they're putting words in your mouth all the time. Like you literally. Like they, I could see them putting words in people's mouths in confessionals, but in terms of actual like editing storyline, we get this a lot on Drag Race where queens will be like, "I'm being edited like the villain," like a Fifi O'Hara, for instance. We were talking about All Stars, and here's the thing: is Fifi is great TV, and she like is great at creating drama, and that's okay. Like we have, there has to be that in our shows too, but I don't get when she is then all of a sudden like the edit did me over but in all stars too she says some really nasty things yes. about people in the show because so when like you walk into edit- the confessionals or when you when you're in like you know in this case for bachelor when you're sitting on the couch and you're you're talking a lot of shit and you know that the cameras are around they pick up on even when they're like relaxed or you're just having a regular conversation with the producers you're still like getting filmed too mm-hmm. so it's like you have to be aware, aware of what you say, even if you're like in jest saying like, LOL, like this girl should go home or, you know, in any context. Yeah, it's just. Right. And I think that something that people don't always realize when they're watching these shows is when you hear this. So when you hear everyone talking back at you, like there are lots of instances where someone didn't hear that because they have a mic on. So they're they're enhancing people's mics when they want like storylines to come out and putting people's mics down when they want 
a storyline to go away. Like there's a huge crafting that goes into all of it. So sometimes there's things that you hear in a group setting and it's like, why did no one react to that? So, well, no one heard that. Or like I've been talking this entire time and I'm pretty sure my mic is. I mean, same. So, (laughs) and I can hear it and she's talking shit. I've never (laughs) been on reality TV and I'm sure that I would get a villain at it if I was on it. Yes, you would. I would too. We'll find out when you're on Survivor. We'll find out. But, um, but, but I just, I, you cannot blame editing. I just never get it. Like, I don't get it. Why people blame editing for things that they said. Like you still said it. Right. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You created like, the sound, the sentence, the sound bite, whether it was right. literally in jest or not, you have to be like a robot and be like, I'm just here to find love. Serena P. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, no. guys. Yes. Serena P is my fave not for matt but just through my screen because she's constantly like in the corner being like has anybody seen gossip girl (laughs) i called her like she was like a parrot the first episode go back and watch the first episode the only time you see her she is just repeating what other girls have said (laughs) but like tom like like say something to kicks Uh, hey kicks i like your jurassic park shirt I love your Jurassic Park shirt. Oh my god! I love Jurassic Park and shirts. I literally but I find, Serena. First I up. find her so endearing just because she is like, from what I'm seeing, she is like very like kind-hearted. Yes, and just like too yes. good for Salt this of the drama. Earth. Yes, like too pure for this drama that she's just like, what, what. <laughs> No, last week we talked about this with Michael last week, but when she's like, Can you imagine going on a date in a hot air balloon? I just love her. Wait, I, I, I do. Need, we need to take a break from talking about Bachelor for one second because I just got an Instagram notification that Carl from Summer House shared my story. <gasps> the one, the hot, oh, he's the so hot one. Hot. Yeah. Oh my God. What did he, what did you post? Yeah. What well, is I posted it? a lover boy thing because I'm doing, okay. This is a great, this is a <laughs> great little water plug. Crack. Your water <laughs> yes. crack. Yes. I posted a picture of my red crack and tagged Carl. <laughs> he put a love, a can of lover boy in between his red crack. <laughs> oh <laughs> my wow. God. No. <laughs> No, no. Well, let's do a quick, a quick plug. I'm doing a Instagram live tomorrow with Ono Chelsea of Ono Bravo. We had her on the podcast uh, two weeks ago, last week. I loved that app. Oh yay! Yeah. Um, and she's hilarious. She's awesome. We're doing an uh, IG live pregame before the premiere of Summer House uh, tomorrow. But I guess at this point, you would this will have already passed. But um, it will be on uh, the Dumpster Dive IG TV. If you just go to that, it'll be there. So check that out. Kel, we yes. should watch Summer House tomorrow. Yeah, yeah do it. Should. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. Done. Um, okay, back to Bachelor. Um, so uh yeah, so uh Victoria ends up going home and Victoria has a little standoff with Matt, which so she's like rehearsed in the mirror like <laughs> ten thousand times, which she was gonna say. It was so ridiculous. Like I don't know what story like is her side of the story. There's no side of the story. They were all being mean girls. Yes. I'm kind of nervous about the like women tell all because I know that she's going to get a lot of screen time for Gosh. doing jack shit. Mm-hmm. She was on yes. Good Morning America. <gasps> she it's just like why are we giving oh, this God. girl who I don't I don't know, it bothers me. It's like she is on Good Morning America and on IG being like I don't regret anything. Blah blah blah. And it's like you are a bully. 
And like, mm-hmm. even if you were like, yeah, it was all a shtick and like, I'm, uh, I did that for like fun and fame, like then own up to that. You're not on the show anymore. Like, it's right. Just, ugh. Right. Can you guys, I feel like you, you guys have seen it. Can you explain there? I guess Victoria was like spotted on like million dollar listing or like she was a part of that. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, I think she not was skinny, but not that. Posted yes. About it. Yeah. She yes. was like touring a house on million dollar listing and i i don't think there's really that much to it i think she was probably either with a friend or just the show approached her about it no i'm just asking in the context of like how long has she been trying to become a reality television yeah personality? i, see what you I mean, think yeah. since she robbed that grocery store <laughs> <laughs> poor girl I forget on The Bachelor, they're going to be disappointed with my track record. What have you done? Because you nothing. haven't? Yeah, oh. I've done nothing. Prop to grocery store? We I haven't. That. I threw oranges at chorus when I was like 12. That was my That's thing. really bad. You yeah, it was really Why did you bad. do oranges? that? Yeah, my friend climbed a tree and she'd go like, four! And then I would throw oranges over You know you gate. could like break a window with that. I know, I wasn't happy. And I got in a lot of trouble because of it. As you should. So catch me on The Bachelor <laughs> throwing oranges. That's not yeah. all I'm throwing. Some reality noise. Um, wait, so any any final thoughts on Victoria? Because this is uh, the end of the road. Meh. I do. Yeah. Okay. I have a, and also a question. I At the end, I feel like after she realized she was going home, I think that she literally put tucked herself in behind all of the girls who were staying <laughs> to ensure yes. that she was the last one to leave but i but tom thinks that maybe producers just like made that happen i i, I think I she was hiding being a mix of both i, I will also say like i do sh- oh sorry Go sorry on. i do relate to her on the like speech thing because i'm sure she was like in the shower you know how like i don't know i do this like sometimes i'll like make yes. up an argument like when i'm in the shower i'll be like <laughs> Like thinking about what I'm going to say if someone comes to me about something. You know what I'm talking about, Kelly and Grace. I know what you're talking about. Yes. I have never done that. No, Tom. never done that? No. You've never done that? Like in high school? I just say that shit to people's no. faces. But some like girls, I don't know. Girl, I, don't I know avoid conflict like the plague. No, so. same. Well, not really. But I will say that like sometimes you like make up a story in your head and be like, this is what I would say to them if they ever said that to me. And it's like that never happened. Kix, do you think about that? Do you think about our fake fight? <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Never? Oh. No, never. Okay, let me know that if we do future. have a fake fight. People listening understand what I'm saying. I know that I'm getting death stares from Tom being like, what is this girl? I believe <laughs> that you do it. I'm just saying like, I don't do that. Mine but aren't I, made up. Right. It's like something happened and I'm like, should I say something about it? If I would yeah. say it, it would be this. Yeah. Or, and then it starts to spin and then you could be yep. like, cause then I open the door of like, well, I can, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Would you? <laughs> no. But, but I think can. that's what she was doing. Like, that's why it was so rehearsed is because she had it ready to go when she was like washing her hands after she took her fucking shoes off in a public bathroom. <clears throat> Maybe, oh my God. hopefully, God, she washed those feet. Probably not. But no, she was probably like, this is what I'm going to say. And she's like staying in the mirror being like, I'm ready. <laughs> I also okay. want to say to Victoria, girl, that first of all, that last dress was your best. Yes, agreed. That was a great dress, and her sty went away. 
her style went away. She looked, gore- she looked gorgeous. Her, make- her makeup looked stunning. I was like, this is the best you've looked all season. And I, I appreciate the effort. Number two, there's a great department in Nordstrom's that has a great bra department. And they would help you <laughs> immensely throughout all of your outfits that you, girl. <laughs> girl. I know. It's 101 know. bra department. It's easy. It's the easy. Black. I will say that like, you don't have to wear one. You don't have to wear one. That mm-hmm. There's yes. also things that if you're conscious self-conscious about your nipples you can put things just on them oh yeah yes. they make special things for those or yes. if if you don't have those band-aids will always work Band-Aids as a fellow awesome. big titty lady <laughs> i've got some tips for you girl and dm me if you have them if you need them you know <laughs> i hope she i pray she's a listener of this podcast oh mm-hmm. i hope she is she should i hope be. she is because then yeah I would love to hear her takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wait, so we get uh, the next day is we get uh, our big Rachel date. Um, before we get to Rachel date, a little bit on Rachel, it's come out that she is like a like crazy MAGA. Yeah, I don't know if I would say she's MAGA from the things I saw. More, more of what I saw was just like problematic Halloween costumes and her mom defending them, which is not great. And I'm not saying that it is great. I like giving her the benefit of the doubt a little bit and hoping that she learned from those experiences because I, I genuinely like them together. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but um, she seems like a sweet baby, but... the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know that I, I, I think they're cute together, but I think, I mean, I just was so obsessed with his date with Michelle last week in the yes, hot air balloon. That's it. That's I mean, it. like, and the way she was emotional this week, it was like this girl really like, like you can just tell that there's something there. Like she was emotional, not in the way she, she was so much jealous of like everything. She was just overwhelmed because I think that like, she was like, the connection I can't was believe so immediate. how real our connection was. And then we still have to like go on these dates. I don't know. I really yeah. want Michelle to be the one. Me too. Me too. I um, agree. Can we talk a little bit about what kicks we were going to say? I was going to say that I find this season a little more stressful than I've, a couple seasons in the past because I've never seen so many girls like convince me that they have feelings for this man. Like, you know, especially this early in it, usually there's like three girls that you're like, yeah, that's definitely top three, but we're at like five or six girls that you're like, Oh, they all really, really like him. And it makes my heart hurt. Wow. Do you think that's quarantine talking where they're like, wow, this is 1000% percent I've seen in a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's core. The pandy. Yeah. No, I agree. But um can we talk a little bit about Matt's really good friend? <laughs> I would love to talk about Matt's really good friend. I don't even think he named him. I think no. he literally was like, So we're here with my really good friend and then they pan over to like truly like the gayest stereotype of a gay and like I love like he was fantastic, but it was like there was just no world in which like the two of them have like shared a beer. It's like oh, 100%. This, yes, certainly this guy not. like literally doesn't know you and he clearly doesn't know his name he's like my really good friend pulled dresses for you and it's like i don't buy that can you see matt and his really good friend like saying bless us oh lord because before their lunch together <laughs> no like <laughs> like no was it in the butler outfit or out of the butler outfit <laughs> right sure mm. <laughs> wait so rachel gets this like shopping date. I feel like we always have, don't we like have a shopping date every season? Yes. Becca, uh, Becca. Yeah. Becca Koof? did. Yeah. She was in the Ari season. Yeah. She yeah. got the shopping oh. date too. With Rachel Zoe or something. I think, I don't know. 
Honestly, oh, I feel lit. like that's worth the entire bachelor casting process. Um, like it's it's probably the odds are crazy, but like just for oh my that got to be day. that girl, absolutely eliminate yeah. me right after that, honey. And then Rachel <laughs> reveals the biggest lie Ever. is that she's never owned a pair of shoes that cost more than forty dollars. So I. There's part of me that thinks that she was um, like exaggerating a little bit, like trying to make a joke that didn't land because there's no fucking way that's true. And she knows that that's not true. But I think that she was trying to be like, yeah, I don't own expensive things, but it was so specific that I'm like, oh, girl. Oh, mama, you're going to get caught in this lie. <laughs> if you've bought a, if you bought a pair of rain boots, that's over 40 bucks. Converse. Yes. Um, Doc Martens. Old Navy. Nikes. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, Let's just yeah. listen If she likes <laughs> any sort of workout shoe or running shoe, like, is, like, going to be at minimum $50. Also, look no, at the work that's... that you've gotten done on your face, and you're telling me you've never spent over $40 You think on a she shoe? has work done? Tom. Really? <laughs> I don't see that. I didn't, get I didn't see it either, but she pointed it out um, when we watched it together. And I'm, Well, obviously 1 million percent Botox, but I'm pretty sure she's got fillers. 1,000%. Oh. She's so young. Why does she have fillers? Exactly. No way. I have friends who, you know, being young uh, in my late 20s here, have people who have Botox. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah, like, same. they're that already? Dang. Mm -hmm. I mean, mama, I'm not far from that day. Well, you're, you're, you're getting there, Tom, but I'm younger than you. So. Yeah. Kix thinks she needs it. And I'm tell I told her oh so many gosh. times over again. Yeah, no, she has like the tightest forehead in all the land. I'm yes. Like, oh, you don't Stick need to the I, can, I can literally see my wrinkles in this. So. No, are you are... kidding me? Like your skin Wicks. looks like there are people pulling Kelly. it back behind your head. Like, Yanked. There's little Berminators behind you pulling your skin no, back. No, not that. <laughs> oh, my God. Damlets pulling your skin back. Damlets! <laughs> I love damlets. I was trying to find Rachel's uh, Instagram to see it. if she has pictures of her in shoes yeah, the, that her, the are first nicer than $40. The most recent photo sure. is her in Nikes. Air yeah, in Air. Yep. Bitch, those are $100. Those are $40, babe. Wait, can we talk about... So Rachel gets back from her date. I guess like really all we have left to talk about is the um, group date. On the farm. Yes. They go to that group date on the farm and play with the piggies. Oink, oink. I thought, okay, I would have a blast doing this. Like I, like I know that it's tracks. like, like I know it's like n not nearly as glamorous as like going to buy fancy dresses, but I would have so much fun like playing with little farm animals and stuff. I would rather do that than dress up as a squirrel. Uh, <laughs> and i still i said this last week and i know that i'm wrong but the gourds freaked me out in the water like when they were like yes canoeing, yes there was uh -huh. something about Triggered. it that was that was like if this slips over like they can't get out uh -uh. also like wouldn't all of the water like go in no they no. It wouldn't apparently they, they wouldn't. always if it float. flipped <laughs> The woman tell all is just them being like, I can never look at a pumpkin again. It's just not the same. No, but wait, Kix, what do you think about the date? It, I mean, it was fine. I didn't really have anything to say. It was like, okay. I think that, like, we're getting like to the weird point of The Bachelor where the group dates are like kind of pointless. Manual labor. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> or that too you know it's oh yeah they always do manual labor on group dates i'm dead serious yes <laughs> like, yeah yes. it's always like hey we're gonna do a fight to the death everyone get a knife <laughs> or they're like can you roof this, <laughs> this? i still can't get can over you this roof can you <laughs> Guys, this roof? i still cannot get over serena p getting clocked <laughs> in the <nose laughs> last week I wish that this whole episode, her nose had been like wrapped up because of the fight. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> something we didn't talk about and they didn't cover at all. She didn't get an exit interview or anything. I think Mari went home. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Don't know. She was. No, Mari she, went home like last week. No, no. This episode. No, she did not go oh, home last girl week. Who talks like this. The girl who looks like no. an influencer. She looks like a Kardashian. She looks like an influencer. She's like she a front runner. Yes, last beginning. week on the hip. She no, went she, home last week. No, yeah. she went home no, she at the beginning home. of this episode. No, she went home last week. No, she I, did I go not. With she, I her saw her in the rose God, ceremony. She went home last week. I think you're seeing her in your dreams, Dom. What's her no, name? No, I hate her. <laughs> Tom Hamlet. Mari. With the facts. Okay, so anyways, so the group date, what was so jarring is Piper is like doing a like one-on-one. I think that's... It, her name is not spelled Piper, but it is Piper, right? It's like pie as in I'm eating a piece of pie per. Yeah. Okay. So Piper is doing an interview and literally. <laughs> I in, love pie. In the interview, Matt just like runs across the camera yes. and just starts like tongue down her throat. I'm like. It's kind of hot. I open kiss. Yeah. That, but like he doesn't. Who is she? I don't know. That's like why I was we so confused. Piper. No. I have a hot take. I think she's going to end up like, cause you know, sometimes the girls that have like the most connection end up don't like some of them don't have any screen time. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like surprised by this front runner. I think yeah. Piper is going to be one of those people. Okay. I feel like, I feel like it's going to still be Brie. Yes. And Abigail. And Michelle. And Michelle and Piper. Yeah. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. I, I hope, I hope our beloved um, Abigail. Abigail goes far too. Me, she, I feel like she's being primed to be the bachelorette and I am f- for it because she is way too good for Matt. She deserves, she deserves everything. I, I love Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, so we start, so clearly the producers overnight, like between the rose ceremony and this date are like, we're scrambling. Cause they're like, we got to figure out something to do. There's no drama. We sent all the drama, the drama ladies home. So literally all of a sudden we get this like MJ and um, Jasenia feud that like kind of comes out of nowhere. To me, it felt like it came out of nowhere, but then like I saw other people posting about how they love Jasenia and I'm like, I love her too, but like, I don't know what th- this fight is about. No, no. And you, the two people that I didn't even know talked to each other before. Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't understand like, and then MJ was on the date and she was like being so weird with Matt and that was weird. And then like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't totally understand where the feud is coming out of. I'm like, I felt like I blacked out for a second there. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe because they're trying, they need to kick certain people out and then they want to move on to Katie really fast. Cause I think they're trying to get Katie out as fast as they can. Uh, speaking for the producers, yeah. like we need, Katie needs to get out at this point. Okay. Well, yeah. So they, they have their little uh, cocktails after the farm date and that's where like drama ensues with uh Jasenia and uh MJ, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what we don't what we like I don't remember seeing was Jasenia and Matt talking about MJ. 
I know. I don't remember so either. So I'm thinking that it kind of did come out of nowhere a little bit, but like, I also get where Jasenia's coming from. Like, MJ has constantly been in the middle of this drama. Like, she literally coined the varsity term. Right. And Jasenia's like, no, like, you literally just didn't tell him that when he was asking why this was an issue. And you're like, I don't know. Like, you were, you're not shocked. She's trying to, like, backpedal on because she saw what happened Mm -hmm. with Anna. Like, she's literally just, like, backpedaling so that's not happening to her, too. I think that... Obviously, it's getting blown out of proportion, but I appreciate that Jasenia's like not stepping down from this. She's like, "No, you are wrong." And meanwhile, MJ's just screaming at her, and Jasenia's yeah. like, "No, you will see that you're wrong when this airs." Yeah, I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> right. honey, the right. receipts will be read." Yes, I feel like I don't know why the logical the logical part of my brain is like, why. Isn't MJ just being like, yeah, you know what? It was just like really frustrating that there were new girls who came in and I was super frustrated because I haven't gotten to spend as much time with you as I would have wanted. And now there are all these girls here that are brand new that are getting the time. So I was frustrated and I said that we were varsity because we were here first. Obviously, that's not a reflection on them. And like I I said it, I was frustrated. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I think it's it's a producer. I, th- I I think this whole thing, it this whole season reads producers to me. Like, there's just so many storylines that are being like produced, like written. And the acting is bad. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> only one that was good at it was Victoria. Yes. You know, like it, it was almost no, but- it was so bad it was good. Right, 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 right. I feel like you this know? all stems from the fact that Matt James is completely new to the Bachelor franchise and he does not know how it works. No, he doesn't get it. And he's never watched. I don't think he's watched the show before. Not even with Tyler? You don't think he watched No, I friend? don't think he watched that season at all. No, I don't think. What I've come to find out via I don't remember is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that they're friends post-Bachelor. They're friends post him being on The Bachelor. Did Matt slide into his DMs? Like, no. I hope so. No, 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 no. Because I think that I think that they were they were just like it was like a being out in New York, like a New York social circle. Like they run and in the hot social circle. They're both a part of a, a charity, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like I think yeah. it all has something to do with that. And like, yeah, they they met post. My my understanding is that they were not friends pre him going on The Bachelor because he was on Hannah season. Or yeah. Becca, Becca season. Hannah Brown, right? Hannah, Hannah Brown. Yeah, he was which a I didn't see that season. But, um, that's a good one. Season. It's a very that. good one. Um, wait, so uh, not Hannah. Um, MJ and Jacinia get the two on one. So we'll we'll just say that that's going to happen next week. We won't really go into that. I do want to wrap up on talking about um, this the one on one date with Kit. <gasps> oh wow! <laughs> I, I have a lot to say. Poor baby. That I loved cooking in the kitchen with my mom. I the the cooking in the kitchen with my mom thing really sent me because like <laughs> a couple reasons it sent me. I would love to know that um her mother who is who again Cynthia Rowland? No, I keep Cynthia saying Cynthia Rowley. No, Cynthia Rowley. Yes. Like Kelly Rowland's family member. No. Kelly and it was Kelly Rowland's daughter <laughs> just born. Right. So <laughs> there's a part of it that's funny thinking about like these society women like having cooking dates like in the city like before they go out to like Met Gala's and things like that. That's one thing that's funny. Also, I just I also have to laugh because I do not think Matt remembered any of that. He was just like 
we're running out of spaces for dates because once again, they have nowhere to go. So they're just like, come over and we'll cook, you know? I mean, the producers Wait. like definitely set it up. The producers yeah. did. No, I know, but I just, it like, I think that he did not, he has no recollection of well, connection from point A Well, because when she's talking to... about getting the, the, the date card and she's like, if he literally remembered that I talked about cooking with my mom, that would just really make me so happy. <laughs> and <Right>. he did it. <laughs> Kit's actually one of my favorites though now that we start talking about it I love her like two cents she just always looks high I know she's not but like that's the vibe like she's always just like in the corner and she's like mm-hmm. I she Your truly doesn't care about out. this because she there's no stake in this for her yes no. whether she comes out of it with a fab fit fun sponsorship or comes out of it with fit, truly fat, nothing fun. she's gonna still be living in the west village in a penthouse apartment with like gold she Bentleys. doesn't give a fuck yeah Red carpets, gold Bentleys. Yeah. She has so much money. Yeah, she has a lot of money. money. A moment of silence. (laughs) Okay, but I was literally like jaw on my bedspread when I was watching. um, (laughs) Not on my bedspread. When she, (laughs) I was jaw on my red crack when (laughs) she said (laughs) that she was falling in love with him. I was like, wait, or she said, I I think I'm falling in love with you. She said that, didn't she? She She has no idea what she's doing. And he reciprocated. I know that was so shocking. I'm like, you don't even know her. Amer like no. 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 You do not know who she is. Not that I do. I'm just saying that like they have had no time together. He heard Gold Bentley's and he was like, I think I'm falling. Yeah. In love I think with I'm you. in love with you. <laughs> also, he heard that like they don't have to do long distance, so like that's a plus. Like that's Oh, it. that's a good point. I didn't think about that, Kicks. That's a good point. And also just like her connections in general. I'm sure he's just like, oh, <gasps> He I mean, saw, she like, in a cartoon, is, his eyes turn into dollar signs. And she literally like, is the connection. Ooga. Like, she Speaking doesn't have connections. Cynthia Rowley is known for a bedspread. She is. You're right. <laughs> and a nice cup towel. I have some good Halloween Cynthia <laughs> Rowley cup towels. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I, I think that kind of brings us to the end of the episode, yes? I do want to say one more thing about Victoria. I love that they brought someone on the show... That is not a triple size zero and looks like a normal, beautiful body, but really pissed off that that one person was given the crazy villain, crazy edit. I would love if they could continue to cast all bodies and not have like the one... See, I will say, though, I don't think that she's getting a villain edit. She gave it to herself. Like, there's people that, like, get the villain edit in a way. But, like, I see where you're coming from, though. It's like she happens to also be one of the more curvier girls that have been on the show before and have honestly made it to this point because there has been girls that, like, are curvy that just get sent home night one. But, like, I... I don't think that she's getting an edit. I find her a villain. No, no, no. That that isn't what I meant. I know that that was a choice that she made to come on the show and do that. Right. That's that's beside the point. I'm just saying I would love to see more of that and not just like one girl who made the choice to be like, I'm going to get a lot of fucking screen time this way, which fine. You do you, girl. It's reality television. Yeah, she's going to be fine for a while. What did you say, Kicks? I said she's going to be fine for a while with like, financial situation so i mean honestly work 
Yeah. yeah. Say well, she, I, 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 I put her on the very on the precipice of being like a curvy person. I mean, she right. is curvier. I, yes, I, just, I would like, say like in terms of like normal bodies, like none of those girls are like all of them have like like when you see like people those Instagrams of those women, they're picked because they are seen as aesthetically pleasing to as opposed to like actual women who are indeed beautiful, not by society's quote unquote standards. There's not all of them have like deemed been deemed like societally acceptable. Mm-hmm. to be yeah. on that show which is very frustrating because you're like I just want to see women who are it's not about either like you know like a, a certain body type or they you know what I mean like right I just feel like aesthetically they all have something very familiar in a lot of ways which is they all look the same They're- they know they totally do yes. I guess I just have not really like thought in this uh, I don't know why I haven't thought about it I think because I just accept in my brain that like influencers go on the show like exclusively almost right like i haven't really gone that far to think that like i don't even know if i want real women to go on the show because i think that a lot of them are so much better than the show do you know what i mean like i don't want them to be i i don't want them to be like subjected to this fan base and i also don't want them to be subjected to the people in the house that would be cast against them like i just don't Mm. know like i know represent representation matters of course right but part of me sometimes is like I don't, I'm scared. I don't want, I don't want like them to, because they cast like five girls that have like, that are way more than 150 pounds. Like, I don't want them to then cast five girls that like weigh 110 pounds that like are going to come for them for their weight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't trust the producers. I I don't trust the producers to like set them up for success because Mm -hmm. like there's been no precedent for that, you know? Yeah, yes but of course, no. representation matters yeah, because I, yeah, if it just starts I, to happen, that it'll it will happen. I just like I get so scared for like those types. Of, I don't want them to have to be like the scapegoat for bullying on a show. You know, like I don't want them to have to get the brunt of that from the fans or anyone. You know, yeah, no, I have to agree point. and disagree with you. I think that like you're putting a lot of pressure on these women for their attitudes on the show and. I think that like, like what I was saying about Victoria, regardless of her size, whether she's a six or a two or a 12, like just because she sucks, has nothing to do with her body. Like, I think I understand what you're saying about like people coming for their weight, but I don't, I, girls aren't that ruthless past the age of 20. I would say even 18. Like, those women on the show are much better people than coming for the way someone's body looks. Like, and if they did, it would be a storyline and that they would get sent home for. Like, I don't think a man finds that attractive in a skinny woman to be like, that person's fat. Like, that's... I know. Well, I think, like, the the show itself is a man-made show. It's, like, a man-focused show. And only until, up until, like, a couple years ago did we have The Bachelorette in general. So it's, like, you... Then you call into question, like, what what are the type of women that men are looking for? That's what the show is, like, based on, right? This idea of, like, how you find love in a quick amount of time and what people are, quote-unquote looking for so it should and like you said representation matters and it's just like i mean not it's not equivalent but i will say it's just like when we start talking about having people of color on the show and when we start talking about black lives matter it's like 
eventually we have to like get up with the times and have yeah people, no i agree you know and kicks my point was it had nothing to do with victoria no my i point understand was just no i understand like, i'm just we i started we started the conversation with her i just right. find right. that like someone's weight isn't a topic of conversation like on reality tv because i find that if you're an adult that's not something you care about unless you're a bad person and then that's something that like will be addressed on and probably addressed negatively like you know what i mean i just don't think that like women are that brutal at the at 21 like i they're young for sure but like if they were 15 i would say no but like at the <laughs> at the age of 21 which is like the minimum age of these girls like they're not going to be that cutthroat about someone's weight because that also like it's just not a thing i don't know mm. i don't I know. know i think I, that, like, I guess i think i have I, a bit of a skewed perception because like i've sat in rooms with because of my like experience in the fitness industry i've sat in rooms with people who have said things about people's bodies be that I, I I won't I'm not gonna go too far into it because I don't want to like start anything but like I've just seen it happen like be it like a client or a coworker like speaking about a client or a coworker you know like it's across the board yeah like I just I I don't know I just I I get I I I don't want to put pressure on those women to be you know right but it's I understand that because you are being sensitive to like their experience but everyone's coming on that show with something um whether it's like their race or the like texture of their hair or acne scars or even just family trauma that like everything's exposed and so mm-hmm. yeah. regardless it's just someone else's it's a life and that yeah i don't think again i'm like giving these girls the benefit of the doubt i hope to god that none of them would be so rude to talk about a woman's weight like that's just like not a storyline yeah okay well i I do want to put a plug in here for two shows that i watch that we don't talk about on this on this show that are ridiculous and wild but do such a good job of casting across the board real bodies and just real people i've been well, I've watched 90 Day Fiance forever, which, like, I know this is, like, crazy to say, but, like, <laughs> they literally, yeah. like, there's no holds barred on who they'll put on that show. No. And, like, I know it's crazy, but, like, like you really, there is someone that, like, for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, they cover it all. Is that all. their tagline? Because that would be really good. <laughs> yeah, that would, <laughs> that be, would be good. There is someone for everyone. And then a second show that I just recently have started getting into, which I need to watch the current episode tonight, actually. Um is married at first sight which i like i'm actually really enjoying oh i haven't watched this so they pair people so they do like they supposedly do like this whole like quiz like test on people's personalities and they try and pair you with your perfect person and like what are the chances that your perfect person signed up for the reality show that when you did unlikely but (laughs) in my world first sight and then (laughs) it's essentially like love is blind right they marry at first sight and then they have to live together honeymoon live together all that stuff but like they really do like there's a lot of women on there that are just like women like they're not like anything like they're not they're not like bachelor contestants like they're all literally just like there because they're like i just like want a husband like they're not there because they want a fib fat fun sponsor right they're not feeding on the societal norm and like no i just want to those two shows have their fucked up racist nonsense in them too like there's bad things there too but like i will say that's something i found refreshing about watching 
what I think was something I've liked about watching those shows is that like they're the people are not like, like just searching for Instagram followers. Mm. True. T. T. I'm looking okay. to lose followers. <laughs> well, I think we, we might have done that today. Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tom, are you going to unfollow me? Can you, Ke- Kelly, can you imagine if I followed you right now and you're like, wait, when did you unfollow <laughs> oh me? Oh my, Tom, you're on my close friends. How could you? <laughs> um. Okay, great. Well, this was such a fun little chat, ladies. We did oh, such no. a good job staying on topic. We did. We did. No, Kelly, we didn't. Okay. I thought comparatively. I can tell when Tom's like f- furious with how we're no, derailing. Oh no, no, no. Furious. I'm never furious. But the, what, the, the only thing that goes through my head is like the ed- A, the editing process is mm-hmm. is a bitch sometimes. And then um, B, I just like, like I, I, yeah, I'm just thinking about all the things that happen. I'm excited to go off the rails though, Kelly. Okay. I'd like to go <laughs> off your rails. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, ladies? I'd like to see your red crack. I can show you my red crack. <laughs> I can't wait. Right after this. <laughs> um, no, but uh, before we leave, uh, just a couple things. So uh, check out uh, our uh, moments on Instagram. So we have our Monday nights. I'm doing Bachelor coverage on Monday nights. On Wednesdays, Kix is doing her um, wrap-up of the week. It's a and manic then- wrap-up, but it's a... Um- <sighs> It's something there. No, it's no. I I I look forward to them because I I I, I try to stay out of it so I can just like really yeah. watch it fresh and I I always laugh. Famously today, I did look like Doctor Frankenstein, um, and <laughs> I had to call it out. I'm not sure anyone's gonna think it's funny or get it, but I did mention it. Oh, great. Um, and then um, once again, Fridays and Sundays are episodes. Uh, so this episode you'll, you're listening to is on Friday, obviously. Um, and then we're swapped things up. So Sunday, look for a Bravo recap with the boys of the Know That podcast. Um, cool. And then uh, Kelly and Grace, you want to plug your Instagrams? Yes. After you, BB. Um, so I'm at K Berminator. I am at the Grace Callio and we Together, are we're forever. at be like Grace Kelly they're they're a hoot so follow them sometimes um, sometimes we're not there but um yeah we're trying to make to it look happen out. Dennis Quaid follows them so Dennis that's... Quaid does <laughs> this is real <laughs> no I know I'm like I know he's not a follower but he he definitely watches our stories Wait, really yeah, oh, I don't think he follows he followed us. us no I knew that he didn't <laughs> I, I legitimately said, thought he did uh okay. we can, we can spread in. that rumor though he checks in on us yeah um and then you can follow me at the tom hamlet and kicks at kicks hamlet that's c-i-x yes and then the podcast follows at dumpster dive pod rate review subscribe all the good stuff and have a fabulous friday bye 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 bye, bye. bye.